Well, I'm glad to be back uh, with you. The last message which I preached uh, goes back to the 20th of February. And uh, I spoke about intimacy with the Father. And I, I mentioned that this, is, this message God put on my heart because it is for this time and season uh, that the church has to press in in prayer, has to press in in faith, but it's also a time and a season to press in in intimacy with the Father. And that message um, is part of a, of, a, of a broader message, which is called dwelling in the secret place. And, and I shared with you that you cannot have intimacy without a secret place. And David was an amazing man of God, uh, had a secret place. And we're going to be talking about that uh, a little more today. And, and uh, the message from last time, intimacy with, with the Father, is based on Psalm 91 verse 1. Those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So today I'm going to pick up from there. And I'm going to be talking to you about protected by the Father. Protected by the Father. And, and, and we pick up from Psalm 91 verse 2. And David, who knew God so well, writes this. He said, I will say of the Lord. In other words, what he's saying is, I will declare publicly. That's what he's saying. I will declare publicly of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. You see, David was able to declare with confidence that God was his refuge and his fortress, in other words, his place of protection, because he had an intimate relationship with God. He knew these things about God. You know, when you know someone intimately, you know things about them. And uh, he knew the character of God. He knew the fact that God was his refuge and his fortress, his protector. And so he could declare with confidence publicly, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him, I will trust. Now, David's secret place where he built his intimacy with God was the fields out there where he took his father's sheep for feeding on a daily basis. There he had time while his sheep were feeding he could spend time with God. My question to you this morning is, do you have a secret place? Where is your secret place? Amen. And David spent all day with God in his secret place while he was watching over his sheep. You see, no one knew. No one knew. They thought he just took his sheep out and looking, looked at the birds and the sky and the clouds and, and the mountains. Not at all. David Use this time to build an intimate relationship with God. That was his secret place. And so it is that every single one of us need that time of aloneness with God. It's okay to have the anointing and the corporate anointing and meeting on a Sunday and all these things are absolutely vital. But never at the expense of your one-to-one meeting with God. Amen. Because that's how you're going to get to know God 
on a more intimate level. You see, David did not only know that there was a God, he knew his God intimately. He knew that God. He knew him inside out. He had such a deep relationship with him. And if you want to get to know God like that, you can study the Psalms. You know, it took me years to understand this. The Psalms is David's revelation of what he found out about God in his secret place. And he shares his abundant knowledge of a father. When you study the Psalms, there's 150 of them. Every single Psalm teaches you about God, teaches you about his ways, teaches you about his character, teaches you about what he expects of you. The Psalms are amazing. They are unique that way in the Bible. I really love the Psalms. And I've, I've uh, learned some of them by heart because I wanted some of these. They're very special in my heart that I knew them without having to read them. Amen. So if you want to know God at that level, you need to spend time studying the Psalms. In the Psalms, David reveals God's character, his nature, his ways towards men, his plans for mankind, his love for us. And, and I can go on and on. There's just so much you get to know about God when you just spend time studying, meditating on the Psalms. So how could David make such a declaration with such knowledge and such confidence. I will say of the Lord, I will declare to the world, I will declare to whoever wants to hear, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. How could he do that with such confidence and knowledge? Well, simply because he did not just know about God, but he knew God. I want to say this to you, uh, people of God. The church today has gone too far back from that level of intimacy. And what happens is most Christians know little snippets of God. They know more about God than actually knowing God himself. And when they face difficulty, they, they, they revert back to the flesh because they don't know God sufficiently. We have in this time and season you, you know what's going on in the world in this time and season where I believe we are living at a few seconds to midnight when, when the bridegroom will be coming back. We have to be prepared. We have to know God. We have to build this intimate knowledge and relationship with God. Remember the, the parable of the ten virgins? You know, it's, you know, the strange thing is all ten went to sleep because the bridegroom gone away. But five of them had prepared themselves because the Bible says no one knew when the bridegroom would be back. And he suddenly appeared at midnight. And those five virgins who had oil in their lamp, basically they prepared themselves despite the fact that they had to wait. They went in with the bridegroom and celebrated with him the wedding. But the five virgins who went to sleep without preparing themselves, it was too late for them. What a sad story. 
Virgin speaks about the church and there are people in the church today who are not prepared for the sudden return of the Lord Jesus Christ. I wish to say that you are not one of them. And the way to prepare yourself is to build an intimate relationship with the Father. You see, the secret place is the place where you will get to know God so profoundly that you will be able to testify about him to others around you with confidence, just like David did. I will say of the Lord, whoever wants to hear, I will say of the Lord. He testified. He is my refuge and my fortress. David did not talk about God from the perspective of having studied him in books and so on. He did not report second-hand knowledge. He spoke about God from having experiential knowledge, from experiencing him in his life for many years since he was a shepherd boy at a very tender age. He spoke about God from knowing him, not just knowing about him. He had living encounters with God while he was looking after the sheep of his father. His character from a young boy, from a teenager, his character was formed by God. He looked after the sheep of his father. He was still a young teenager. His character was formed by God in those many moments in God's secret place. He got to know the love of God for him. And as a result, he got to love God deeply as he discovered him more and more in that secret place. So he knew God so well that he was able to write in Psalm 34 verse 8, he wrote, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Wow. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, there are so many Christians today who don't even understand the goodness of God towards them. They see God as a judgmental God. No. Taste and see the Lord is good. He's a good, good father. It's one of the songs we sing here in this church. David developed a longing for God that is unsurpassed by anyone else except for Jesus. And he developed that longing for God in that place of intimacy. He writes in Psalm 84, How lovely are your tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, I even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Psalm 84 verse 1. He writes that from the bottom of his heart. You can see the cry coming from his spirit. No wonder that God called him in the Bible as a man after my own heart. Do you know that David is the only person in the Bible that God refers to like this? A man after my own heart. And so David is an example for us all to follow. I believe there is no other activity that can match the secret place in our lives. You need to have a secret place, a time where you and God get to know each other. You know, in, in the Bible, when there are many occasions where, for example, it says, and Abraham knew his wife, or David knew his wife. They're talking about sexual intimacy. 
You get to know your wife and your husband in that relationship of love, which is expressed through the sexual intimacy. And that is a one-on-one event in a secret place. We call that the love nest, in a secret place. Today the world has turned this into terrible things. We know that. But that was never God's plan. A place of intimacy with your spouse is your bedroom. One-on-one. In the same way, your secret place with God has to be one-on-one, where you get to know God intimately. You see, we have been created to have an intimate walk with God, and this longing in our lives can only be fulfilled in God's secret place. Nowhere else. David knew God's nature so well that he took on Goliath. Why could he do that? Goliath was this huge giant. Because he knew without a shadow of a doubt that his father would give him the victory. His father would not allow, you know, compared to God, Goliath, a giant, was like a speck of dust. He knew that God would deal with him. Everyone else around him, when the Philistines threatened to attack Israel, and uh, Goliath was one of their, was their top warrior. He was a giant. So everyone else in Israel around him were in absolute fear, including King Saul. And they were in despair as they looked at the army of the Philistines ready to destroy them with Goliath as their champion. This huge Huge guy, four times, five times the size of a normal human being. But David was so confident in his God's protection that he took on the most feared warrior of his day single-handedly with a sling and a stone, not even a sword, not even an armor. And he destroyed him with just one stone. Wow. How did David get that confidence to do this? He had no fear. Saul said to him, are you sure you want to do this? David said, yes, I'm not going to let this uncircumcised Philistine insult the people of God. And he stood up and he faced him. And Goliath laughed and mocked at him. But at the right time, David said, today I'm taking your head off. And he did. He literally brought him down. And took his head off. Where did he get all that confidence from? His confidence came out of dwelling in that secret place with his God. Getting to know God's absolute faithfulness and love for him. You see, David knew one thing about his God. He would never let him down. You know, we know this sometimes with our head. But when it comes, the pressure mounts. When it comes in our hearts... Sometimes we doubt that. But David knew God will never let him down. He knew his infinite grace and mercy towards those who love and serve him. David knew that about God. Do you know your God so well that you are totally confident that he will come through for you in a supernatural way to destroy your enemy? No matter how big this enemy looks, That confidence can only come as we spend time with God in his 
secret place. You know, the word of God says in Psalm 91 verses 3 and 4, it says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of a fowler and from the perilous pestilence. These are the attacks of the enemy, the, the, the devil. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of a fowler, from, from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. Do you know when a mother chicken opens her wings and the little chickies, tender, young, go underneath there and she closes her wings over them? These chicks, they fear nothing. They're there fully protected in their minds. They are fully protected. They are at peace. No matter what happens in, outside there, they're not aware of it. Mother chicken is protecting them. And so God describes this in this psalm. He shall cover you with his favors. You know when God covers you and protects you, when he becomes your protector, nothing can harm you. Under his wings you shall find refuge. In the secret place you will have absolute certainty that God will deliver you from the enemy's attacks on your life. Who can come against you when God's wings surround you? Who can come? against you. He is your protector in every circumstance. You see, David knew God as his protector against lions and bears, against Goliath and Saul and much more. You know, lions came to attack his sheep and David took them on. Bears, the same. Why? He knew God would give him supernatural strength and will protect him from those wild creatures. The same when he faced Goliath. And of course, if you know the story, Saul wanted to kill him. And David, you know what? God protected him against Saul. <laughs> he had no fear of Saul. No fear of him whatsoever. So he could write this with confidence. You find that in the book of Hebrews, uh, sorry, in the book of Psalms 23 verse 4. He says, yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You are my protector. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. That word comfort means strengthens. It means protect. It means gives me peace. When you extrapolate that word, he says, I will fear no evil even though I'm walking through a valley of a shadow of death. I don't know about you when I think about that. Imagine what that would look like. But David says, I will fear no evil. No fear. No fear. Why? Because he knew God would be his protector in every circumstance. The writer of the book of Hebrews quotes David and, and he writes this. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? In fact, you could, you could change that to say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can anyone do to me? What can any giant do to me? What can any animal do to me? When you know God intimately and you know that he will protect you in any circumstance, you can say boldly, like the scripture says, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my protector. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my fortress. I will not 
Do you have fear in your heart today? Now I want to say this to you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you overcome the fear. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear opens the door to the devil. Don't nurture it in your life. No matter what you face, do not nurture it. Help, let the helper, the Holy Spirit, show you how to get rid of his fear and move from fear to faith in the fact that God is your protector and much more. Today we're talking about protection from the Father. But God is a lot more than that. He's your provider, he's your healer, and, and so on and so on. But you've got to get to know God, especially in this time and season, as your protector. When you dwell in the secret place of the Lord, you'll get to know him intimately. And you will know him as your protector. He becomes that. As you put your faith in him, he becomes your protector. Amen. So right now, as you're watching this at home or wherever you are, I want you to stand to your feet. I'm going to, we're going to do a confession, a declaration of Psalm 91 verse 2 together. Amen. And I'm going to do it three times because what I've discovered is the first time it gets here. The second time it moves here. The first time, the third time it comes from the heart. Amen. Are you ready? I'd like you to shut your eyes for a moment. Lift your hands up and declare this with me. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Say it again. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him, I will trust. Say it one more time. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him, I will trust. People of God, you are protected by the Father. Make him your protector in every circumstance. Amen. We're going to continue. I've got more to share with you uh, regarding the, the secret place, dwelling in the secret place. And next week, we're going to talk about a different facet of that.